the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Take 10. We come to you every week with a discussion of a mental health care-related issue involving caregivers and care recipients. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-hosts, Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. Carol is a nationally recognized gerontologist named one of the nation's top 50 influencers in aging by Next Avenue Magazine, or rather website, the journalism arm of the public broadcasting system. She holds a master's degree in social gerontology and has been in the field of aging for over 30 years. She serves as executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. Dr. Jamie Heisman serves as the chief compassion officer for WellMed Medical Management. He is a leading authority on caregiver burnout, compassion fatigue, and related addictions. And his background includes being a nationally recognized expert on addictions and caregiving. And Dr. Jamie, you've got a great and very timely topic for today. You know, Carol and Ron, I love associating pop topics with mental health. And that's what I've done throughout my career to try to get the public's attention. And today, I looked at my phone, not 15 minutes ago, maybe, and I saw that Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of the kid who shot up the school in Oxford, Michigan, got convicted for involuntary manslaughter in her son's school shooting. And what came to my mind then was I was going to do this show with you all. And the concept of certainly a caregiver taking care of her son as and a caregiver taking care of a loved one has some major differences in terms of responsibilities. But is there really major differences in terms of responsibilities? So there's a caregiver taking care of their loved one with chronic or terminal or acute illness. How much are they responsible, obviously, for the care and wellness of the person they take care of? Because Jennifer Crumbly is telling me and the jury is telling her that she was responsible for the killing that her son carried out in Michigan. Which is I'd a love real to extension throw of it's a real extension of the duty to care. It's exactly that, Ron. It goes back to what you always say in the show. It's so ironic that you always say this. Do I have to be a caregiver, right? What if I refuse to be a caregiver? And, you know, with adults, you can't actually do that, but you can obviously have to set up some sort of a system. If not you, then who would be? But a mother who actually gives birth or adopts a child then raises the child in a haphazard fashion. So the child has an attachment disorder, has zero empathy, no accountability, and comes out and kills four uh, kids. And not only that, she actually buys them the gun. So she kind of reminds me about caregiver responsibility for kids, because that's what my charity does. But also in terms of this show, what's our caregiver responsibility for our loved one? And Carol, you must see this throughout the state of Texas and Florida in our senior centers and our caregiver programs. Well, you know, what comes to mind is there anyone can have a kid, anyone can be a caregiver, 
And sometimes we take advantage of training available and sometimes we're just winging it. We are not all good parents. We are not all good caregivers. But this issue of accountability and where's the responsibility, my question back to you would be, do you think this, you know, what's the impact? Does this dissuade people from from being parents or does it dissuade them from buying their kid a gun? Does it dissuade people from being a caregiver? Well, I think personally, it's it's a great movement because I think that we have been haphazard in terms of the way we act as parents, that we're not mindful of the fact that raising an attachment disorder child is not necessarily a genetic thing. Yes, we're probably copying things from our parents that we actually uh, are using now with our kids, but this is what transgenerational trauma is about, meaning that our parents really do a great job. I think when you have a child, you're responsible to be fair, consistent, available. You're responsible to put that child's health and wellness first. That child never asked to come here. And for society's own good, you're responsible for that child's mental health. But in the same vein, the caregiver, to Ron's point, they choose to be a caregiver, I think also has responsibilities to be fair, be consistent, to be available to take care of themselves first so that they can take care of their loved ones. So yes, if you accept the responsibility to either have a child or be a caregiver, I think there is some responsibilities that you should be held accountable for. So if my care recipient who may have dementia hops in a car, goes to a 7-Eleven and shoots up the 7-Eleven, am I liable as a caregiver for those actions? Tell me in a moment, for those who just joined us, you're listening to care to Take 10, I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. We're talking about a very hot topic. What is the obligation, duty, responsibility of a parent where a child commits an act of murder, is manslaughter in the cards, and a recent conviction says just that? What about the caregiver example I gave, Dr. Jamie? Well, I think it's a great point, Ron. And I would say that, you know, if I was to carry that one step further, let's take it to a courtroom, and I was the prosecutor, I mean, I would say, look, you knew your loved one had dementia, right? You knew your loved one possibly could get into a car. You knew that there was a gun probably that was unlocked or something was there, and and whether it was the car or the gun that could kill or hurt, harm somebody else. I would ask the caregiver clearly this, what did you know? How irresponsible were you? Did you think about the wellness of the community at large? Um, those questions would come to mind. Well, you know, this reminds me of some when I was working in Florida on an Alzheimer's disease initiative, and my office was in the mental health facility. And so I would sometimes compare notes with my colleagues there. And there was a gentleman who had Alzheimer's, who the family knew he had a gun. And we said, you need to take daddy's gun. And and the the son said, I can't take daddy's gun. Daddy's always had a gun. Daddy knows how to use guns. It's okay. Well, it was okay until daddy thought the son was a secret man coming in to meet with his wife uh, and didn't recognize his son and missed him, took the hair off the edge of his ear. <laughs> <laughs> just barely missed him when he shot at him. So daddy was not a good shot. And they decided it was time to take daddy's gun. Wow. So that, that brings me to the point, Carol, that I, last week I got a call from a spouse of a patient of mine who has a traumatic brain injury. He came from the Vietnam War, so he has post-traumatic stress disorder. And she's texting me galore saying, Ray, 
for lack of a better name, I'll use Ray, says uh, he wants his guns back. And uh, I called her up and I said, well, if you know he has a traumatic brain injury and you know that the complex trauma is not being treated properly or hasn't been treated by the VA properly, and you know that where the gun's at and he gets it back, I said, aren't you also accountable in this whole process? So should you not maybe not have the guns around? Maybe you should lock them somewhere else. Maybe you should tell his doctor or somebody else that Ray wants the, the guns back and not allow him to have it back because you and I both know that's an uh, accident waiting to happen. What well, did she do? Uh, I called her back and she has locked it up and she has kept it away from him. And uh, so far, he has not brought it up to me. So, so far, so good. Right. Well, and I think that, you know, we we are talking about responsible gun ownership and we are talking about responsibility as a person who is caring for someone, whether it's a child or a grandparent or, a you know, a, a parent or someone uh, who may not be clear thinking. Um, and, you know, it's the world is different now, maybe than it used to be. Maybe there's more opportunity, but anything we can do to make our family, our loved ones, our community safer. What a great choice. You know, Carol, what you're saying, and, and I, I can tell you that Ron's going to say it's about time and this is a whole nother topic, but let's face it. This boy wrote a note. My mom never listened to me and my dad didn't listen to me about my mental health. And so we have to be much more mindful, whether a parent or whether a caregiver, of our loved one's mental health. Because when our loved one goes out in that community, either with an attachment disorder or let's say with a caregiver uh, looking after a loved one with dementia, as Ron had said, guess what? We're responsible for their mental health because we know what their mental health is. And if it's untreated, are we not accountable? And Dr. Jamie, we'll have to pick this up again at a future time because the whole category of alcoholism that you deal with is another example of what responsibility does the caregiver have. I'm Ron Aaron with Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. You've been listening to Take 10, and we'll talk with you soon. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.